1: Yeah Gadget, made in America, based outside of Nashville, Tennessee. Jigmasters. Step up your game with high quality performance jigs, spinnerbaits, buzz baits, and more from jigmasters.com. And always, when in doubt, get the jig out.
3: You're listening to Fast Fishing for News on the Adler Fan
1: Podcast with your hosts Ryan Milford and Sean Wildland.
4: what is up everyone welcome back to bass fishing for news here on the paddle and Fin podcast i am your host sean lavery and with me as always is my good buddy ryan uh milford milford how are you doing tonight brother
3: oh i'm doing all right man you can see uh got my big solo cup broken out
4: <laughs> that's like the bladder buster there man Woo!
3: <laughs> yeah you know i was thinking about it earlier you know i've been off work for two weeks and uh haven't really uh, broken it out, so to speak. So, breaking it out tonight.
4: Nice. All right. Well, you, we might have to make this brief, you know, just in case you run through that bad
3: boy. <laughs> hey, if I get chatty later, you know, y'all, y'all just stop <laughs> me, like.
4: like. Well, uh, it's good to see you again. Um, tonight we have a uh, another awesome guest. Um, I'd like to welcome to the Noob Show, Mr. Matt Gibson. We'll bring him in here. How's it going, Matt? doing good how are you guys very good yeah. uh thanks again for uh coming on the show yeah. so um for those of uh, the folks our listeners who don't know who you are um can you tell us a little bit about who you are where you're from kind of how you got into fishing and kayak fishing
2: sure yeah my name is matt gibson i'm from uh central indiana here i uh, re- really got into fishing gosh when i was very very young uh you know i had a Snoopy pole, thrown out in the yard, you know, when I was, when I was a really, really small guy, and I can't really remember my life without fishing, to be honest, and I fished out a boat for, for a long time, for a while, and then honestly just kind of ran out of money trying to, trying to do things there, and uh, I saw these kayaks, and saw, uh, you know, kind of the places you go in a kayak, and ever since then, I've been hooked on kayak fishing, and I don't even like to fish out of a boat anymore. It's all about kayaks for me, man. Same. And what
4: kind? What kind of kayak are you fishing
2: out of right now? Uh, so right now I'm fishing out of a uh, new canoe, unlimited. Um, and in in rivers, you know, I pop off the XI three. Uh, but in lakes, I'm running the XI three uh, m- uh, motor guide XI three with a, a, a BNO uh, powered lithium
4: battery. So nice i've heard brad talk about that so much i'm, I'm the, the spot lock features on those man yeah. sounds amazing
2: oh man it, it i i can't tell you how many times it saved me this year and, and just how easy fishing is now so
4: i think someday that will definitely be in the works for me if i can talk the wife into that so yeah how's if, your setup going ryan is there are you still working on it
3: man i i've been lazy i haven't really uh <laughs> messed with it too much more But yeah, I I should have got that done while I was off work for two weeks, but let's not talk about that. (laughs) But, But, but yeah, like if they here in Tennessee, you know, all the major clubs are all under one. I don't even, they're under cast, which, you know, does the rules for all of the, uh, all of the clubs and they don't allow motors. And, uh, I feel like in the next year or two, it's going to happen. And when it does, uh, I might be begging the wife to uh, yeah. let, let me get one of those XI threes because man, that just seems like so, so sweet. I'm probably going to put on weight because about the only exercise I get is <laughs> my kayak. but but yeah, it's gonna that'd be pretty sweet.
2: Yeah, we, we were like that here in Indiana too. Uh, this is the first year that uh, the Indiana kayak anglers says allowed motors. Uh, I'm actually a tournament director with, with them. And it was you know, the point where we were like the only ones. You know, we were like the old man. <laughs> like, get off my You're lawn. Not,
4: nah, like, yeah. Central PA, uh, PA still, I think most of Kai Camus of PA are uh, really motors.
2: Yep. Uh, honestly, it, it's, it's been good. It's been a good transition for us, I think, at the club. Um, now,
3: have have you done. noticed much of a difference? Like, I guess compared to the past. I don't know, two or three years, the people that have, you know, most clubs have like a few people that normally, like, you know, they're going to place well. Have you noticed any type of difference in that since allowing motors?
4: No. Uh,
2: I mean, the same guys that were in the top 15 or 20 are still in the top 15 or 20. And it doesn't okay. matter, you know, it doesn't matter what they're. Uh, so our Angler of the Year for last, gosh, I'm trying to remember now. I think it's four years straight. Um, he's been in, he started off paddling, then he went to pedals, then he changed manufacturers now and is now pedaling a, a different manufacturer. And I mean, hasn't changed his fishing at all, really, uh, as, as far as his placements and
4: tournaments. So, four years in a row is a pretty good streak. <laughs> Yeah, and we've got
2: some sticks in our in our club too. Uh, I mean, we got a lot of good young talent. Uh, you know, guys like you know Aiden Darlington's actually his name. Uh, then we have like Nick Matthews and then Jackson Orr. Oh yeah, um,
4: we've had so, Jackson yeah, on here
3: before. Yeah, but, but yeah. I w- I was just wondering about that because you know you hear a lot of arguments against motors is you know oh well it's gonna like scare the newcomers out of it and and. You know, it's going to make it so much easier and all that. And as far as, like, physical fatigue and, I guess, a little bit of mental fatigue, yeah, uh, it's going to wear on you a little more. But, you know, you were talking about paddling. <clears throat> Russ Snyder's won the AOI in my local group uh, paddling a kayak. Yeah. So and I, I, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm not necessarily, like, pro motors. Like, I, I don't I I, I kind of like the – you know, manual power thing, but you know, if any everybody else is doing it, you kind of got to keep up with them or get left behind. So
2: yeah, yeah. And actually, we were, so um, here in here in uh, the Midwest, we have a uh, we get together uh, with other groups and other clubs, uh, and it's called the Crossroads Classic. Yeah. Um, and we fish, you know, we fish against other clubs and in, in other states, and we've been basically the only club that didn't have power for the last two years hmm. uh, and we came very close to winning the first one. Um, and then last year we, we were fortunate enough to win. Uh, and again, yeah. that's with all of us having no power.
4: Yeah. So again, I, I, I mean, spot lock's one thing, but I mean, for the, uh, other than that, I really think, you know, just it's, it's useful for getting to your spots and stuff, but you know, at, at the end of the day, you still have to know how to fish. So. Uh, that's absolutely right. Yep.
3: Yep, but I, I will say you know a new canoe with that X-3 on the front, and then get the pivot drive too. So just case you uh, need that. Yeah, seems like it'd be a great setup. Yep,
2: I know a few guys that are looking at the uh, the Honda gas powered motor and an <laughs> XI in the front. Oh wow! So For oh, to the tournaments, geez. uh. I, I don't think they're looking for tournaments. I think they're looking to do some other things with them. But
5: uh, you
3: say I, ha- I hadn't heard about uh, gas motors being allowed in tournaments. Yet, yeah, so.
2: I, I've I've heard anybody allow that yet. But yeah, th- there's definitely some guys looking at doing that for new canoes and really extending their range. And I was going to say
4: yeah, pretty much there you're not you're yep. literally unlimited. I mean, yep. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yep.
3: Uh, That really makes me curious how fast uh, they can be pushed by a. Uh, a small gas motor like that,
2: like the two three, yeah. It's a uh, gosh. It's probably because man, that that Honda two point three is just it's so light. It, it like I can pick it up one handed uh, and just carry it around. Um, but yeah, I think uh, let's see here. Probably
4: depends on what boat,
2: but probably in the fives sixes, wow.
4: somewhere around there. And those things will run forever on just a little bit of gas, too. Yeah, really. yeah. So interesting.
3: Yeah, that's crazy.
4: <laughs> well, um, the main reason, one of the main reasons we why we wanted to bring Matt on tonight was to go over um, a topic, uh, a technique that maybe uh, seems like kind of has fallen behind the wayside here at times. It often gets overlooked. Um, but and one thing
3: I want to add to that is I believe this is like one of the uh, techniques that we've never covered. I don't. I don't remember ever covering this. So it, that's kind of exciting <laughs> in itself because we. I feel like we've covered just about everything out there.
4: Right, and, and you know what else is interesting? Tactical Bassin just came out with a video this week saying the forgotten lure, and I was like, hey, we were going to do this before, <laughs> before that came out. Just so you know. But, what was um, their What was their forgotten lure? It is. It's the tube. The tube? Okay, yep. I haven't seen yep. that yet. Yeah, just uh, if you look, I think it's one of their newest videos. So, okay, I'll check it out. But, um, I I swear I booked you before that (laughs) (laughs) game. But, yeah, so tonight we'd like to just really take a a dive deep into uh, tube fishing. Um, I I have a little bit of experience with it. Uh, again, I've heard great things about it on the Susquehanna, I've heard people, uh, you know, sing its praises. Um, I've had uh, some luck with it. Uh, it. I caught my first couple tube fish, uh, 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 fish on tubes this year, uh, right around the uh, like winter to spring transition when the water was just starting to to warm up. Uh, I uh, ran into a gentleman and he's like, "Oh yeah, go down to this spot and uh, throw a throw a tube." Uh, I was crushing them on him, and I, I pretty much did exactly what he told me. And sure enough, I I actually started catching fish. And uh, I, again, it was a very good learning experience for me because. I had never really, I, A, before I didn't have um, a rod that was sensitive enough to really feel that bobbing along the bottom. So this was the first time I ever had that feeling really of what that felt like. And B, um, I also started uh, using the stupid tube because when I, the first couple times I tried the regular uh, tube jig on the river, I hung up a lot because Susquehanna is really rocky and yeah. Um, so I kind of bailed on it, but once I found the stupid tube, I hung up a lot less. So, um, but we'll talk about all that tonight. So, um, well, I guess we'll just get started. I know you have a couple of visual aids too, for the guys watching on YouTube. So I do. Well, just to get started, let's kind of talk about a little about what a tube is for those of uh, the listeners who don't know what it is and kind of the the most standard ways to rig it. Yeah. Let me get one out of here.
2: Um, so really there's, there's a few sizes with tubes. Um, and uh, um, as far as like time of year, I, I fish a tube. There's not a time that I leave my house without a tube. Okay. Um, literally last year, a lake that I like to fish here in Indiana, half of it was froze and the other half was barely open. And I caught them on a tube.
5: Okay. And,
2: and like, it, it's a great, it's a great lure also to skip docks with it's really replaced replaced a jig, uh, in a lot of situations for me. Um, but yeah, basically, you know, you, you've got a, it's a hollow bullet body. It's got some tentacles on the bottom of it. Um, and just kind of a, a little bit of a harder head on it. And, and that's, I mean, that's your basic tube right there. Um, Sizes, I mean, it ranges all the way from like there's some bitsy stuff out there from two and a half inches, uh, and then there's some stuff up there that, out there that's like you know almost five inches. Uh, so it's kind of all over the place as far as sizing. Um, something that people people overlook tubes, and, and you're talking about how it's kind of a forgotten lure. This isn't just a smallmouth bait. Um, I catch a lot of largemouth. In, in lakes on these um it it's a very very effective lure for for all species of bass uh, a few years ago i was very fortunate enough to go down to the flint river and actually fish for shoal bass down there uh, and i took my stupid tube with me and man i got bit bit on it down there um but i mean smallmouth uh kind of where it gained fame is uh i think it was Le- the Lay Lake classic uh bassmaster classic uh a gentleman from indiana named terry mcwilliams is kind of the godfather of of uh, the 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 stupid tube um and he was actually catching spots on it like really really big spots uh so i mean it it catches a lot of different species it's not just a smallmouth gig okay um,
5: At factormeals.com slash Waypoint Pod fifty to get fifty percent off.
2: And there is, like you mentioned, there is a there is a lot of good ways to rig it as well.
4: Um, I, yeah, it's very versatile bait because um, you you don't have to have weight. Like you, I mean, we talked a little bit before the show. You can just Texas Texas rig it, right?
2: Yep, yep. Uh, you can Texas rig it. Something that's really effective to grab, like a like a. So this is a four uh, four point two inch. Uh, tube here and you know grab your your favorite flipping hook and grab you a big old weight and put it on there and man flipping it around grass uh, the bike can be amazing especially if they're keen on like bluegill and things like that man this thing will just get crushed absolutely crushed Um, something something though with with the texas rig uh, that i'll, I'll kind of let the cat out of the bag here if you Texas rig it, do not peg your sinker with this. Hmm. You want, you want it to spiral and dart. That's, that's one thing a tube does is it spirals and darts. And as soon as you peg that thing, it's just going to fall straight to the bottom. Right. Uh, so it loses that spiraling effect that, that you're really looking for, or like it, it almost, if you watch it, it almost dart and then it'll go straight down or it'll hmm. dart. And, and it, it does, it's got a lot of movement. Um, for, Which uh, is weird because awesome. it doesn't
4: look like it would because right. the, the, yeah. the shape is pretty simple. But yeah, I, uh, the first time I threw it in clear water, I was amazed to watch it, you know, like you said, spiral down and it really does. So, yeah. So now, yeah, uh, I mean, do you go ahead? I was gonna
3: say that that makes me wonder, you know, <clears throat> it's been a while now, but one time, you know, Sean actually shared a post on Facebook of a way to rig it where it's on like a a tube jig where the uh, like it's got the weight on the end of the like on the hook, mm-hmm. and he actually rigged it up. I believe it was to where the weight was inside the tube, right, Sean? But- yeah,
4: it was. It was kind of interesting. You took like a like a, almost like a drop shot weight, uh, maybe the bulbous kind, and you actually put yep. that in first. Then you hook it through the eye of the 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 uh, weight, and then ran your your, uh you know kind of Texas texas rigged it after that and right. it was a way like a if a if you didn't have like the normal tube jig heads it was a way to just kind of make your own but it also let you kind of Texas rig it at the same time so yeah well, but, I, I
2: don't sure. know I, I don't know if you guys heard of, like stroking the jig like you, uh, you get a big heavy jig you throw it out there and you just yank it and there's a lot of fall because you' yeah. you're you're trying to get them to react to the fall it, it's kind of the same uh, process that you guys or, or same technique you guys are talking about um, in a, in an area where you feel like you, you won't get hung up or uh, you're fishing some deeper water, maybe where there's not wood or there's not big rock or anything like that. Maybe it's crust rock. You can go with that open, open jig head like that and, and you can do the exact same thing. And what you do is you just kind of let it fall on a top line and it spirals down. And then you get your rod and you just pop it twice real hard, just pow pow. And it'll bring it up off the bottom and then it'll spiral back down. Uh, that can be real that can be a really effective way to, to catch them on the tube
4: for sure. And yeah, and I would think that would be a good deep water, uh, you know, when you're out fishing deep, maybe deeper than you know, sometimes I normally do. Um, because yeah, ripping off the bottom in deep water, I've heard good things about that. Yeah, well, yep.
3: well, the, what I was getting that a minute ago, I, I, I guess I uh, misrecollected it uh, on that. I thought it was an actual tube jig, but either way, the weights inside it. You were talking about a spiraling, spiral, spiraling down. Ooh, I hope that cup ain't already getting to me. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, so wouldn't that affect that spiral and just make it fall straight down, like you were talking, like you don't want?
2: It, it depends on how heavy a weight you're using. Um, if you're using a lighter, you know, typically you're, you'll you want to use a lighter weight on that. Um, I typically don't fish it like that a whole lot, honestly, because we have a lot of wood here. Um, and, you know, if you're, if you're pulling through grass or something like that, you could probably get away with that. Um, but... And in that spiral technique, you can you can actually play with where that jig head eyelet comes out, and how tight of a spiral you want. Um, so it's there's a lot of uh, experimentation you can do with that for sure, and get you can get a really wide spiral
4: sometimes with them. And I know, I, like you, you have some standard jig heads there just to kind of show the folks what those look like. I, actually, I can run upstairs and grab some if we need to, but.
2: All I have, well, well, you'll get the idea here. It's this is a little bit different, but um, it's pretty daggone close.
4: So normally, if you, for the folks who are just listening on the podcast, it's a you know, a kind of bulbous kind of weight with a that is right on the kind of the head of the hook, with the eyelet kind of protruding. Sometimes uh, different angles. I've, I've seen like 90 yep. degree, 45 degree, and that also depends on how your spiral goes, I'm guessing, right?
2: Yep. Yep. And yeah, I mean, it. I'll try to kind of mock one up here best I can, but it, it, that's kind of a open hook version. Right. It would be something like that.
4: I, and I'd, I'd, that's what I would almost call the standard way to rig it. So basically you just take that bulbous end up, stick it, uh, the tube is hollow, so you yep. kind of stick it in the, the tentacle end and push it up until the uh, eyelet comes out the, the head of it and then you tie off there. Uh, that was one thing. The very first time I threw it, I tied the hook first and I'm like, wait, it's not going. <laughs> so you always have yep. to put the t- uh, the hook in first and then uh, push it through the the uh, tube and then tie it off after you're done. So, yep. but uh, yeah, so I'd argue that's kind of what I would quote the call the quote unquote standard way to to rig it. And then, um, so then, uh, what what I was what I've referred to as the stupid tube. And for those of our viewers who don't know what that is, do you want to explain how that works? Sure.
2: So it looks like that. And let me grab it on top here. So kind of the same idea, and exactly what you were describing earlier. Um, so it's it's this lead head that goes through the through the tube and back through the tube once
4: again. Right. Um, so you kind of put it in and you spin it around um, well, and then it I would show uh, Is that how you do it? Yeah, let me... It's kind of hard to... I yeah. the, I saw the instructions and I had to do it a couple times till so I got it right. Yeah,
2: let me Let me see if I can't show it real quick. So, so you,
4: you put the hook end in.
2: Yep. Push it through and you want to pick out a spot on the tube about where you want your eyelets to come out. So see the I, the, the tip of the hook right there. Yep. Pull that.
4: And then you kind of pull the whole hook through until you have the lead into where it's supposed to be. Yep. yep. So
2: what I do is I just flip it around like this and I just kind of grab the head of the, the tube itself and just pull that hook and you're just pulling it through. And then when you get almost about there, you'll just, what you don't want to do is tear out through this yeah. side. So you just kind of walk it up, and you can feel that, and there it just flipped. just flipped right over for me. Mm-hmm. And then you just pop your eyelet out, bunch up your hook here.
3: I see, that's uh, what I was talking about before. Okay, this, yeah.
2: that This right here is the stupid tube.
4: Right. So then you almost expose the hook at that point, and it's, yep. yeah. Yep.
2: That's exactly
4: it right there. Now I've tried that with a couple of different tube brands like I forget I, I actually purchased the stupid tube box like that has a bunch of them and those their tubes are a little thicker so they kind of stand up to that tugging it through yep. a little bit um but I had some other tubes that I tried it with um that weren't quite as substantial and they did rip out easier so you do have to be a little gentle while you're doing it but yeah like um uh the Berkeley tubes Mm -hmm.
2: those are great tubes to either texas rig or uh actually uh use on a that open style jig head uh but yeah a berkeley tube typically you're going to rip off like half the head trying to do it do it this way they're super soft they're great uh but for for fishing an actual stupid tube i've i buy all my stuff from secret lures
5: I think,
4: yeah, I'm pretty sure that's who I got mine through too. Yeah. And they have a really good deal on that box. Like it, it comes with a bunch of different uh, colors of tubes and a bunch of different, uh, maybe two or three different sizes of tube uh, jig heads. I believe. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a great starter pack if you're just looking to, to get into it. And um, that's, that's what I caught my first fish on. And, and uh, so, yeah, definitely check them out. They got lots of good stuff. So.
2: Yeah. And what's great about this is. With this rig right here, I mean you can you can throw this thing anywhere. And it sometimes it, it'll get a little bit pinched up in a rock. Um and I, I'll kind of tell you how I fish a little bit. You know, I'll fish I'll, I'll throw it out there on a slack line, and a lot of times on a slack line, you'll get bit. I mean they'll pick it up right away.
4: So you want to um, watch your line, I guess.
2: Yep, that's exactly right. Um and we can talk about line here in a minute, but let it drop. Um, you know, like in the river, and I'll you'll pull it, and then you'll come up to something, and you'll 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 feel the you'll just feel it just like it just stops just like this. Well, instead of immediately popping it and making it come over that stuff or pulling on it too hard, if you just let it fall back down that rock, that's that's the juice. <laughs> like that's that's when you'll get bit. You you'll just feel it. Just I mean, and they'll they'll knock slack in your line. They'll hit it so hard. Right.
4: it's just
3: gone nice and uh just in case anybody wants to is curious to uh try out the stupid tube by secret lures i, ju- I just got on here and, and secret com. they have that kit that sean was talking about for nineteen ninety nine, and uh looks like it comes with several different colors um uh you know a couple different jigs uh uh jig sizes and stuff so yeah everything you need right there in a box and yeah, it, even, yeah. it comes in what what appears to be like a like a maybe a 3600 size or something like that. It's uh, a
4: little smaller. Box. I could run up and grab Roll it. Up. I actually okay. have it up in my tackle box <clears throat> well
3: well, it comes with a box that you can reuse if you yep. need absolutely so. yeah yep. so yeah that's pretty cool.
2: Yep, it comes with some good colors too. It comes with green pumpkin, which I mean that's that's a classic color for, for any soft plastic. Yeah, and, anything. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and and it, it comes with like a like a shadish color one, if I if I remember right. And then yep. uh oh, black know. and blue.
4: Uh, I think just black.
2: Okay. Oh, black neon. So it's got yeah, a little got bit of a red flag. It
3: says eight green pumpkin, four black neon, four uh shad. BG purple. I'm not sure what BG. Hold purple.
4: on. What? Go ahead. I'll, I'm gonna run up and grab it because I know I have some. Okay. Uh,
3: and then it comes with a uh, four four 3 three sixteenth ounce jig heads, and four four one 8 ounce jig heads.
2: Yep. And so. It, it, so yeah, in that kit is the the three point seven uh, size tube, which is is great. <laughs> I mean, that's like if I'm skipping docks a lot or. Uh, fish in the river for smallmouth. Like that, that's kind of my go to is a, is a 3.7. Um, it's it's a really nice size. It's a good size. And uh, yeah, I mean, it, it comes with, it, it It really is a great starter pack. And for the price, it's tough to beat.
3: And they actually have another uh, kit on here for the same price. And it looks like. It's got four different colors, but all of them the body is green pumpkin it looks like. And the tentacles are all different colors. You got one red, a orange, a blue, a yellow. So you can even get something like that. Yeah. Don't want to get crazy.
4: So this is the size of the, I don't know if you can see that. That's what the, okay, the size so a of the smaller. Box is. Box. Yeah. But uh and I don't have any of the jig heads anymore cuz so I use them all, but I have the the green pumpkin and then this is the black neon and then this is the shad color so they have a, a bunch of good colors in there I only have one of the shad color left because those seem to be what, what I was catching on in the river So,
3: alright this, this is something I gotta ask you know I, I love the Ned Rig at least this year I do <laughs> um, but anytime I go out and I'm using the Ned Rig a lot I can pretty much guarantee I'm going to lose three or four of them. And when you use tungsten net heads that are about $2 a pop, that that hurts after a little bit. So yeah. h- how often are you losing these? Because I feel like these are maybe a little more weedless, you know, the way you've shown that rig them.
2: Yep. So so what I hate about net rig is you get hung up all the time. Yeah. Like, Like, I – especially rivers around here, you know, rivers here have a, have a bunch of rock in them, but they also have just a bunch of, of timber, just a bunch of logs, a bunch of everything. And I don't know about you, but like when I, when I go fishing, I don't want to lose a whole pack of anything. Like, yeah, and that's what I found myself doing with the Ned rig. Yeah. And uh,
3: especially something that you have to order. You can't just go to the store and, <laughs> right? because uh, then you got to wait on
2: it and uh... Right. Right. And, uh, so like I, I buy, I buy these, these, uh, in bulk from, from secret lures. Um, and I mean, I have, I have some that I've had for two and a half, three years. Um, like you, you don't lose them very often. Um, uh, you know, of course you throw them way up in a tree or something like that, <laughs> yeah. but you just, you really don't lose them a lot. Um, and they're uh, they're built with really good components. Um, they stay sharp. They're really good hooks. They're high end hooks. Um, so yeah, I mean that's a great point. You you, you don't get hung up as much. Uh, and then also yeah, I mean I've had some of this stuff for a long while now. Now tubes, that's one thing, right? I mean, but but kind of like Sean yeah. said, these these are pretty tough and durable tubes, like. They're still very soft. So when a, a fish picks them up, most of the time they don't let go of them. Um, but, you know, I might go through, in a river trip, I might go through four or five tubes
5: mm-hmm.
2: with the same jig head.
5: <laughs> right. Like, it, I can uh, live with that.
2: Yeah, it's not bad. It's no. not bad at all. No.
0: At Midway USA, we know the AR 15 is one of the most popular rifles in modern American history. Known for its modularity and widespread use, it's often considered essential to any gun collection. The essential things you need to run an AR-15 are usually always in stock during shortages, things like magazines and 5.56 ammo. Whether you're looking to buy a new AR-15 or buy parts for your modern sporting rifle, log on, and for just about everything for the outdoors, shop midwayusa.com.
4: I agree, and uh, you know, like I said, some of the other ones, I think I had some KVD coffee tubes, that uh, were a little more, you know, not quite as tear-resistant and stuff. Yeah, I kind of, I kind of burned through them a little bit. Uh, I have Z-man tubes. I have not thrown them on that yet. Uh, just because I uh, didn't bring them out the last couple times I went out, but I'm looking forward to trying them. Just I imagine those will be just as durable. So yeah. um, anxious to see how that works too. So, um, all right. So um, we talked about kind of. Uh, do you want to talk about kind of the weights you look for um, or when you use those, you know, how, how you kind of pick and choose what, when to use which weight.
2: So I keep, as far as like a stupid tube, I keep it very, very easy. I, for the um, 4.2, so the bigger tube, uh, I use a three sixteenths ounce uh, HD. And that's actually what that is. It's got a little bit heavier hook in it. Um, a little bit bigger eyelet on it than the, the standard tube. Uh, jig, and then it's, so it's a four odd. So oddly enough, the three regular one is also a four odd. It's just not as beefy and it's not not quite as big. Um, so for the for the three point seven tube, uh, I'm throwing the 316 four odd as well. That okay. that seems to be a, a good rate that I can I can take to the river and fish in the current, uh, but I can also take it and fish it in a lake and then. Also, like with the HD tube, if I want to go out and fish a little bit deeper, I I don't feel like I'm waiting forever for it to hit the bottom.
4: Okay. That brings up an interesting question I was going to ask you about. Uh, you mentioned lakes and rivers. I know in the rivers uh, you target eddies, I'm guessing, and that kind of thing. Any place else you generally target in the rivers? <laughs>
2: Ooh, that's a good question. Really good question. Um, We're getting the juice tonight. A little bit. A little bit. Actually, mid-river <laughs> uh, this time of year. Uh, you know a lot of people are, are throwing towards the bank um, they're kind of mm-hmm. beating the bank up uh, but if if you turn that kayak and, and actually point the other way and, and fish it out literally mid river and drag it around and hit some of those those uh, those boulders and, and some of those bigger rocks out there and finding some of that stuff um, this time of year you can absolutely wreck them and the big ones too so cool
4: cool now it's funny because uh, Ryan and I have had this discussion uh, a lot uh, recently, uh, the difference in <laughs> mid river, because, you know, he showed me a picture of his river and it totally blew my mind because um, for me, mid river is half a mile out.
2: <laughs> right, right. But right. Uh, Ryan, and for me, it's like
4: 50 feet. <laughs> <laughs> Same here, so, man. Same here. So uh, mid river can mean a lot of different things, but uh, I get what you're saying is, is you're, you know, targeting a little bit, not, you're not beating the bank up as much as you are kind of checking out the middle, middle yeah, road, it, wherever you're going.
2: And sometimes it's it, it's that little bit of depth change, uh, you know, river, you think of like, it's all the same depth and and all that, but man, I've learned that if you can find, and this goes for lakes too, even a, a one foot difference it, you know, that doesn't seem like a lot, one foot at all. But if you can find a one foot difference, sometimes it can mean you catching fish or not catching fish. And it's, I mean, it's, it's same way in the river. Um, you know, you, you can, you can chuck, chuck these tubes out there and, uh, and right in the middle, where there's a little bit of a depth change or, or just some, some different stuff out there, uh, bigger boulders, uh, things like that. And you can you can really get
4: bit well out there, right? And if you find a little pocket like that and you catch one, fire back in there because usually yes, if yes. there's one, you can. I uh, bet there's almost always going to be a couple.
2: That's right. That's right. And it seems like the big ones
4: uh, sometimes will swim together too. So right, right, and they don't seem to mind to watch their buddy get yanked out right in front of them. <laughs> no, they don't. Nope. <laughs> Um, and how about lakes? Like where do you, where are you generally targeting on lakes?
2: Um, so, I mean, there, there's a few different approaches you can go there. Um, you know, we talked about kind of the open, open hook for, for deeper water and and kind of those clearer bottoms and those, um, things. But, you know, if, if I'm looking to to Texas rig it and, and put a big weight on it, you know, big, big grass flats, things like that can be great. Um, but if, if I'm, if I'm uh, rigging it stupid style, I'll either go kind of weed edges, and, and what's nice about it is you can pull it right through that weed edge and, and let it fall right down the weed edge. Um, or it is the most underrated dock bait, I think, ever. Like, it gets so many bites around docks because the tube, it, it can mimic so many things, but, man, it really looks like a bluegill. Uh, and there's a ton of bluegill around docks for the most part um, and you can skip it so easy especially like on a spinning rod uh, spinning rod and the, the 3.7 uh, tube uh, with a 3 head you can skip that thing a mile um, and it's, it, it's easy uh, to skip it's not um, it's not super super intimidating to skip like if, if somebody's trying to learn how to skip docks, that's, that's the bait I'd tell them to start with. Um, cause you're not going to get hung up. I mean, it, you can even kind of sort of ding pontoons with it too. And it doesn't make it sound. So like <laughs> it's, it's, uh, it, it's an excellent skipping bait. Um, so
4: cool. Uh, yeah. I think that spiraling action too would help it maybe, if you, even if you're getting close, it'll spiral its way down, kind of back where you might not be able to skip. Or yeah.
5: You know.
3: What I'm really curious to hear right now is the setup that you're using to throw this on.
2: So the 3.7, uh, I throw uh, basically like a sp- seven, somewhere around a seven-foot spinning rod, uh, medium action um i i had kyle king uh, of king of the rods uh build me a, a tube rod and what i did is i brought the real seat back a little bit because i just i hate getting hit with the real seat in the kayak and i just feel like it, it you know the handle is just way too long a lot of rods um so it was it, it's a medium action um ideally if you can get like a uh medium light plus like that's the ticket as far as action. Um, I use a, a, a 30 size blade quantum blade. reel.
3: Like a yep. little bit stiffer yep. than a medium light but a little bit lighter than a medium.
2: Yep, right right in that middle. If you could find that thing that, that will be a perfect tube rod for you. Um, and this is this is where where it it's it's interesting. Uh, is the line choice. I am a hundred percent fluorocarbon eight mm-hmm. pound test line.
4: Okay, interesting.
2: So no braiding, no, never, 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 Ooh. never. Ooh. I feel like I was losing touch with it and feeling. Remember we were talking about how that initial fall. A lot of times they'll wreck it. Well, I learned with with braid and also talking with Terry McWilliams, and he he does it the exact same way I do. Um, that that braid deadens that bite, so it's t- it's actually tougher to feel that bite. So any time that I'm not reeling a bait, I most time I don't use braid. It, it's, it, it's fluorocarbon I and mean, 100% fluorocarbon.
4: And that makes me wonder how many I've missed because I almost always use braid to the leader. So yeah, you know, might, I'm tempted to to bail on that at least on one rod and see what it's like.
2: So. Try it try it you will you will be impressed about how like i can i can sit there with the completely slack line with with uh with fluorocarbon and i can i can feel my line jump you do that same thing with braid and that braid just kills that feeling Hmm. now now braids are great like when braids tight like so like when you're reeling and and you actually tighten up on them like you feel it then but if, if, if it's if it's got any any drag or any uh, any uh, slack slack it yeah at, at all it's very tough to feel those fish
4: interesting cuz that's what and I, I for the longest time that's why I didn't like the net rig because I never felt the bite a lot of times but I'm wondering now if maybe that's part of my problem so could very
2: well be interesting could very well be. and then oh, like,
3: man, like it, it, man that that fluoro Straight floor on a spinning reel, man. It's it's rough. Like it wants to like come off and stuff. I, I don't. Know. I've, I've had a lot of issues out of that.
2: So, uh, gosh, what's his name? Randy uh, uh He's got a YouTube channel. I just learned this not too long ago, and I, I tried it on one of my reels, and I'll be damned if it didn't work. Put that. Put the whole spool in a bucket of water while you're doing it, and man, it it cuts down on the friction okay completely so you don't get those like weird loops and all that stuff in your line and it goes on completely smooth on that
4: that. doesn't have to be hot water or anything just a bucket of
2: no just needs needs to be something just to kill that friction Uh, and and check out his his uh youtube uh channel and and it really changed my mind about how how to put line on
4: on a rod okay interesting i will have to try that out as well because i've had same issue Ryan had, you know, you go to yep. cast and it just wants to spiral. Yeah. There, crazy. yeah.
2: Makes that, makes that sound. And you're like, Oh man, here we I'm go. Like,
4: I thought birds <laughs> nests were only for bait big caster. Yeah. Fair yep. enough. I did it. No.
2: Yep. And yeah, so that's my setup for, uh, for the, the lighter, uh, you know, the, the 3. 7 tube now for the, for the 4.2, I, I tune it up a little bit. Um, I'll throw that on a baitcaster, caster like a seven two seven four medium action rod uh, and I actually don't mind a, a medium heavy ish rod there um, and 17 to 20 pound fluoro
4: And when do you when do you switch up sizes like what what makes you want to jump to the bigger size
2: it's it's almost always when I'm when I'm uh, lake fishing, but not skipping docks. Cause that four two, it gets a little bit big, especially with that HD to tu- uh, uh, tube jig in it. And uh, I feel like I can't skip it as well uh, with that, with that heavier weight in it. And I've actually done a side by side comparison with my spinning rod and I can, that lighter tube just skips just so much easier and so much better. Um, so it's, it, that's, that's when I look to go when I'm not skipping docks, when I'm, when I'm fishing offshore or something like that, I'll most time bump that up to that, that four to do.
4: Okay. Um, yeah. I, I end up, I, I'm still, I'm not, I'm kind of a, I'm definitely a noob when it comes to big casters too. And uh, I'm still learning to skip with a big caster. I can skip with a spinning rod all day long, but yeah. um, I, I, I do have a, uh, Oh uh what's the right reel I have? Carado DC? Uh, yeah, my Carado DC uh nice. um that uh I'm learning to skip with that because it takes uh, a little bit of the uh, <laughs> it, it the learning curve out of it. Uh, so
3: I got mine at Christmas and I still haven't strung it up.
4: <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> you gotta do it just uh, for the noise it makes, man. I love that noise.
3: Oh man, I I need to, and I was actually just now I, I not not to you know be disrespectful to y'all or anything, but it hit me y'all got a tournament tomorrow night, so like it hit me on a couple setups that I need to set up, and so like I got my notes on my phone real quick while y'all were talking, and <laughs> like I, 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 I was like putting some notes down so I wouldn't forget it, and one of them I'm I'm actually wanting to put that reel on a finesse jig setup because those finesse jigs by jig masters, you know I'm. I've been liking them, but I feel like my regular jig rod is just, it's is too much for those little quarter ounce, tiny jigs. So, uh, so like, I'm wanting to do a whole new setup. And I've, I've got, like, a cheap rod that I can use to, like, for now till I can upgrade uh, for that setup. But uh, I, I, w- I want to use that reel for that just because it's so light. I feel like I'm going to be bird nesting a lot, you know, trying to cast it. And especially if I'm trying to cast it long distances. So, uh, yeah, I, I need to rig it up for that. But I'm, I'm just such a diawa guy. Like, mm-hmm. I'm sure I'm going to like the reel, but I love my diawas And I don't know.
0: After years of fine print contracts and getting ripped off by overpriced wireless providers, if we've learned anything, it's that there's always a catch. So, when I heard that Mint Mobile wireless plans are $15 a month when you purchase a three month plan, I thought, what's the catch? But after talking to them, it all made sense. There isn't one. Mint Mobile's secret sauce is that they sell wireless service online. They cut out the cost of retail stores and pass those sweet savings directly to you. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com waypoint. That's mintmobile.com waypoint. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash waypoint. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details.
4: Um, yeah. I was I was thinking that uh, with with that stouter hook, you probably do want uh, to bump up maybe to a medium heavy just to kind of bury that a little bit more. Um, yeah. Now, I, I know Ryan, you're kind of a bigger fan of the light wire hooks, right? For some things. Yeah.
1: So. yeah well,
3: pretty, pretty much anything that I have a choice in the hooks. You know, I'm lazy, so if it comes to, like, a crankbait or something like that, I'm, I'm not the type that goes changing out my hooks in a crankbait or anything like that. But, like, in stuff that I have a choice from, and, you know, we've said this on the podcast several times. I believe I even got the idea originally from Brian. I believe he's the one that started. But those light wire hooks in a kayak, you know, we got a lot more movement whenever – we go to set the hook compared to like a bigger boat or somebody from the bank. So those lighter wire with lighter, thinner hooks, you know, penetrate a little bit easier, you know, depending on what the technique is, you might have to finesse them a little more to uh, get them in to make sure you don't bend out the hook, which most of the light wire hooks that I've dealt with, you know, they're still pretty strong. So, but yeah, I'd, like my Ned rigs, I got a little bitty tiny hook on there. Never had an issue with those bending out. My jigs, I use the Jig Masters light wire jigs. You know, they're, I mean, they're, they're light wire. They're a lot smaller than your typical jig hook, but they're still not small hook in my mind. But uh, never had an issue out of those. Yeah.
2: I don't know if I can. So that's the difference in them.
3: Let this me is, see if let me see if I can
4: uh, make that big. Yeah, there, there we, go. we go. Awesome. So, yes.
2: So this one's the HD. So this is the, you know it, it's got a bigger, it's got a bigger line tie on it, uh, and then this is is the standard head. So a little bit smaller, a little f- more finesse. Um,
3: It'd probably be more what I go for right there.
2: And they're actually. They're they're both four out hooks, but you can see that this one's much stouter, bigger gauge, yeah. Yeah, and, and it, man, it. When you're throwing that four point two, I uh, do not put the don't don't put the HT head in the in the three seven. Uh, you'll just you'll you'll destroy that poor little tube with this. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, when you're throwing that bigger tube, uh, man, that seems to be the deal. And then it, you bring up a really good point, Ryan, like. With the as much as as we all want to, you know, we all love that big uh, hook set. With with that lighter wire hook on that on the three point seven tube, you're better off if you can kind of reel in them a little bit versus just popping them. Uh, If you can just almost reel set it uh, like you would like a drop shot, you know, Mm kind of reel set it and bring it in, um, you'll. You'll hook up with a lot more fish that way. With that
3: setup. and you, something that I didn't mention just now when I was going through that, um, and I know I've said it several times on here before, but I i don't have a strong hook set, you know. My hook sets, I feel, like, I mean, even though I'm a bigger, yeah, like I don't, know, I got kind of a sissy hook set, and so I feel like definitely with that the lighter wire hooks work better for me where if you've got like a really strong hook set then you're probably not going to want a lighter wire uh yeah hook because you're probably just going to rip right through the fish's mouth
2: yeah Yep. Yeah. Yeah. man ryan honestly if, if you if you try some of these three sevens down there i know i know that you'll just crush them um Lakes anywhere. I mean, it's 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 so crazy the amount of bites you can get on these things too. Um,
3: oh, I'm 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 on a uh, secret lures website right now. You know, setting up my order. <laughs> okay, <laughs>
2: there you go. <laughs> yeah, get that order in. uh Yeah, I mean, Danny down there. So they're they're a small business down in Southern Indiana, uh, and man, they've. Uh, you know what part? Tell City. Okay. So they're kind of on the Ohio River down there. Uh, high rivers right in their backyard which sounds cool but man the ohio river is very tough fishing like it's, it's I've, very I, very I,
3: I've 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 never tried it i've got a family around uh evansville Indiana. okay yeah and uh yeah the ohio river goes right through there and i've always looked at it, I'm like yeah I, I wouldn't put a kayak in there but yeah no. <laughs> no. but uh yeah i've always wondered like i wonder just how the fishing is there
2: it's tough. Um, I mean, there's there's times in boat tournaments where like seven eight pounds will win a tournament.
4: Wow,
2: like it's it's very tough down there, and guys throw this kind of stuff down there. It the, the stupid tubes kind of interesting. It's it's a very regional thing. And Sean and I were talking about it a little bit. It's like you can draw a line. Um, it, it seems like it doesn't cross the border of Indiana hardly at all uh and you, you start creeping up north and guys start using open hook uh jig uh because you know they're they're fishing smaller chunk rock and things like that man you can take this stupid tube and you can you can really crush them uh, you can go back you can go behind people and, and catch them really good on this tube.
3: so yeah it, it's I'm, I'm honestly really excited i, I really want to try this now i've always been like yeah yeah it'd be cool to try but i like I never have, but you know, talking about it, it makes me really want to try, especially you saying that right there. The reason why is here in Tennessee, it don't matter where you go. Everything gets beat up. Nope. Yeah. Like there's a ton of people that fish here. People fish year round because we don't get frozen water. So mm-hmm. like constant pressure. So I don't know. Uh, I've never heard anybody talk about using a tube around here. So if you give, put something in front of them that, they've never seen like they've seen everything else. Right. There's like nothing you can put in front of them that they they haven't seen before. Pretty much.
2: They probably see a dozen zoom trick worms a day. Oh my God. (laughs) Yeah. So like that's
3: why I think that's one of the reasons why I've gravitated towards the Ned rig this year, because Ned rig, you can just, you can get bit almost anytime, anywhere, you know, Big fish, little fish, whatever.
4: Dorito
2: bite,
3: yeah, Dorito bite.
2: <laughs> yeah, but uh, in the tube, tube, you'll get a lot of bites, but you'll be really surprised at how many big bites you get on the tube. Like you'll get numbers and size.
3: Okay, so I, I was about to ask: is, is it similar to like a Ned rig? Where you know Ned, Ned rig's the same for me. Like you know, I, I catch. I think yesterday I caught one that was maybe, like, six inches, and, you know, I've caught, you know, closer to 20 inches on, on a Ned rig, so, like, is, is it similar to that, where you can catch a ton of fish on it and various size?
2: Yeah, yeah, I mean, so I fished, uh, one of our tournaments up here this year, I uh, was... Indiana is kind of weird up, up in the northern part of the state. We have a lot of those clear, clear water lakes. Uh, you get down kind of towards my area and it starts getting reservoir and, and muddy water. And then you get down south and it's it's like, you know, like farm ponds and, and, and smaller bodies of water, but very muddy water. Um, so I was actually skipping docks up there. Um, and yeah, you just never know. I mean, you set the hook and they all hit it so hard that it's like you have no idea if it's a you know if it's a 12 incher or a 22 inch fish like you just don't know um but it 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 tends to do both it gets bites and it gets really good quality bites too
3: cool well i I know we're getting close to the hour mark which is where we usually try to uh get it but i still got a couple questions with this like I don't know. Get, I guess I'm way, a little, little too excited. Um, one yeah. thing, you know, I, I kind of uh, said before we got started is, I want to talk about, you know, is, is it possible to use it for night fishing? Because I got a night fishing tournament tomorrow night. Um, and I've got some tube jig heads, and some of them that I have, it, it, I, I won these in, in a giveaway in case anybody's wondering. but Because cause I've never thrown a tube before, so <laughs> like, why do you have tube jig heads? But, uh, yeah, some of them got rattles, you know, built on the head, and I was thinking, you know, that rattle, you know, use that noise at nighttime to kind of draw them in. So, is is that something you would use when fishing at night?
2: Yeah, I'm literally like w- when I say that I always have a tube tied on, I mean like literally, like if it, it it's pitch dark right here right now and I would I would go and I would throw the heck out of that 4.2 and I would just throw it everywhere. Um, yeah, you can with it with those open hooks. Uh, you know, a lot of guys like up on Lake Erie. Um, gosh, it's been a long time ago. I fished a tournament up there as a co angler, um, and they'll use those those exact heads you're talking about, and they'll rip them up off the bottom. And you can almost like you're ripping them so hard, you can almost hear the rattles. Like wow. It's and they catch giant smallmouth doing that. Um, So yeah, I I wouldn't be scared to throw it at all at night. A a tube, uh, like you're talking about, kind of an open hook uh, or or the stupid tube uh, or a Texas rig. Like I would absolutely throw a tube at night.
4: No, I've uh, I've heard a couple different uh, ways. Like if you don't have, if you just have rattles, you can put them in, just kind of stuff them in, and then put the 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 jig head tube in. Same with uh, uh, scents and stuff. I've heard of people putting that, kind of shooting that in there first and then kind of stopping it up with different materials, whether it's like a little piece of sponge or something. Yep. Uh, heard all sorts of different things for rigging uh, just to, you know, different, because it's basically a hollow body, so you can kind of fill that cavity with whatever you want.
2: Yep, you can fill that thing with, with a with a ton of uh, like uh, old, old school smelly jelly. Like, whatever you want to put in there. Like, like you were saying, yeah. Uh, I, don't I think some, even
4: maybe BBs or, or something would work.
2: Yeah. 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 And, you know, they sell, well, it's, you know, to Ryan's point, they sell some uh, rattles. And, yeah, I mean, I've never tried it that way, but kind of have my wheel spin a little bit on, on <laughs> how how to put rattles in that bad boy. So, yeah.
3: Well, if you, if y'all want to see if I can find them real quick, I believe they're in my terminal tackle box, but I'm not sure. But, like, yeah, it's just built. Onto it. Yep.
2: Um, it it it's I'll, on I'll the. It. Is it on the like the neck right here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Actually, yep.
3: we're talking about it. if y'all want to talk for a minute, I can actually pull it up.
4: Uh, I was trying to think. Of, is there any other uh, any other things you think we missed? So we covered uh, Did, did we cover dry. color? Uh, I don't think so. I don't
2: think we did. So, so again, I keep it very simple. Uh, the 3.7, the 4.2, whatever I'm throwing, it's either black and blue of some sort. So this is, this is black with blue fleck, uh, great color. A lot of times I'll let the watercolor determine my color. Uh, so like, uh, if it's a little muddy, uh, or it's really muddy, like this is, you know, I'm going to go with the, the, the black and, and blue, uh, or just a, just a simple, uh, Green pumpkin, if it's if the water's really clear, like it, it, it doesn't like to me, that's like peanut butter and jelly, right? Like, that's 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 the only two colors I need, uh, and and I don't stray away from these two colors, uh, like I eat in my garage right now, and these are the only two colors that I have of tube.
3: Okay, right, well, Ooh. I got this, uh, let's see, right. Here share it. All right. So these are, this is the same brand that okay. I have. I, I won this giveaway uh with Bite Me Tackle. And, you know, it seems like a really cool company too. So, yep. but uh, yeah, they got these. Now this looks, I feel like this looks different than what I got a little bit, but just the only one I saw on their website there. But yeah, it's just got this uh little cylinder here with these uh, beads in it for the rattle. Yep. And,
2: yeah, I just yeah. thought it'd be pretty, pretty cool. Yeah, uh, it kind of the head design. That's like heavy, though. Yeah, yeah, those are pretty heavy. Those are, th- those are kind of One made... There it is. Yep. Yeah, here we go. Here we go. Found those bigger, yeah. bigger, bigger head ones oh. are they're great to stuff in a in a uh, in a tube to to uh, really imitate like a goby. Uh, you know, getting up in the Great Lakes uh, region, you get gobies and you can kind of flare out the head and almost make it look like a goby.
4: I was going to say, I kind of remember, uh, uh Oh, uh, uh the, you know, I'm drawing a blank. What's the, the YouTube guys I was just talking about at the beginning of the show. Uh, tactical bassing. yeah, they were talking about using like a, a one, a, like a, almost like a football head kind of jig head in there, you know, it really bulbs out the head, you know, makes it, gives it yep. that goby look. If you can find a tube that'll let you stretch it enough, but yeah. that's right, yeah. <laughs> now, yep.
3: telling this, I, I don't know you said what sizes you kind of have you used like a 116th because you know that's that's about the size that I use for a Ned rig head, and people look at me like I'm crazy going that light, but you know, I I don't know, I, I love the slow fall of it and everything. So, have you have you so uh, I, done anything like that?
2: I've thrown I've thrown some smaller stuff. I want to say it's uh gosh what is it? Like like about an eighth or so. So like still pretty small stuff. Um, I feel like it gets carried away a little bit, especially like in a river. Like it, which isn't a bad thing. Yeah, this is That's this not- mainly
3: for like lake. I know river, you're gonna have to go a little bit yeah. like to keep from getting pushed pushed by all the current.
2: That 316s actually has a pretty slow fall rate. It, it's pretty good. Um, like, I, I wouldn't be scared to, to go to a lighter uh, size, uh, but that's just that's just kind of what works for me. And, you know, one day if I'm fishing a river and, and then one day I'm fishing somewhere else, I don't have to worry about it. Uh, I just have the same size. Um, <laughs> yeah, that that's another deadly deadly little secret in the river too is if you can float it a little bit. If you can get that tube, well, that's not a tube. If you can get that tube to like get in the current and just kind of just do this and just kind of bob up and down and just and like just float naturally in the current, that can be money too.
4: I feel like I have lots of places I could potentially do that because uh, if you get the right weight and we have the you know the right you know just the right drift. Um, I think it would be easy to find a spot where it would do that. So, yeah,
2: but even with that 316s, you can kind of reel it along to kind of help it and keep it up a little bit. Um, that's what I would try at, at first is, is something like that and let it kind of float a little bit. And then you'll see your line just take off. <laughs> so, Ooh,
3: man, this company is about to get some of my money. <laughs> so, since I'm on here, I, I was uh, kind of browsing. They even have. Rattling shaky
2: head jigs. Oh, bite me. Bite yeah. me tackle. Yeah. Yeah. That makes some really, really good stuff. They're, um, you know, like a lot of the uh, Great Lakes anglers, uh, a lot of those guys up north. That's, that's like one of their go to jigs right there. Bite me.
3: Sorry. I thought I lost y'all for a second. Uh, no. yeah, yeah. They're actually, I, I don't know if they still, I haven't watched in a while, but, um, uh, uh, stray casts, you know, they got the live show on Facebook <laughs> yeah. and got the, yeah, yeah. Yep. yeah they, you know, cool, cool little show. If you're looking for another podcast to listen to or a live show to watch, you know, check them out. They're, they're pretty cool. They talk to a lot of like the pro, um, fast boat guys. Yep. And, um uh, I'm not sure if Bite Me still a sponsor of theirs. I haven't watched it in a while, but I know they used to be a sponsor of theirs, and uh, that's actually where I won my giveaway. And you know, they even got some uh, oh nice. cool looking uh, cool looking jigs. You know, I use the jig masters. but these here, you know, if you got something super heavy, uh, they they don't look like they'd stand up, but it looks like they come through cover really well. And I've used them before, you know, back in my more noob days and yeah they, they did pretty well for me
4: cool all right man well we are like like ryan was saying we are a little bit over an hour now so um matt um, i wanted to give you a chance to shout out any sponsors you have or social media where people yeah. can uh, follow follow you
2: did you want to talk about the crawl real quick?
4: Oh yeah, I totally forgot. Brian would kill
2: me <laughs> if I didn't. You almost failed.
3: Good thing yeah. you said. Uh, yeah. Thank you. Yeah, yeah this yeah, Brian, Brian.
2: A, man. <laughs> So, so this is like, this is something I've just been playing with, um, and, and, it's, and it's new. Um, so it's a crawl. So it's got pinchers, and you can, you know, if you want more action, you you just undo the pinchers there, mm-hmm. free them up. So it looks like just a regular old old crawl, but what Secret Lures has done is they've hollowed it out. Wow. So you, you take your same stupid tube, jig head and you put it in there. This thing, as far as dock bites, like it has been absolutely nuts what I've been catching uh, recently on this. It's got a flat bottom on it. So man, it skips so well. And then... It's, It's got like you can come through and it's got like little rigging guides and little ridges, like so the hook goes there. Oh, um, that's awesome! And then it's got uh on, on the back side, it's got a little dot to where your to where your uh your eyelet's going to come out. And then you can also swim this thing. Um, I don't know if swimming a jig is very powerful where you're from, but man, this is like it's like a little compact jig to swim uh it, it's 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 awesome you can also just drop and drag it too so um yeah brian uh, i was talking to brian uh earlier this week about it and he's like yeah i'm gonna have to go try that out so
4: yeah yep, i cool. think and uh they're gonna take some of my money too because <laughs> <sweet.
3: laughs> yeah it's pretty cool and even you know if you're in a pinch and like ran out of your favorite jig trailer you can go like oh i got those two things you could put yeah. that on there
2: so Yep. and you know, doing and- one and being hollow like that, like do you have Helger mites out there, Sean? Yes. The river? Yes. Like what's that? That looks like a Helger to me. Like, like that, that thing is killer. And yeah, you can stuff it with, you can stuff it with, uh, any scent or anything you want to as well. And man, yeah, it's, uh, this thing's a lot of fun. They actually made a special formula of, uh, a plastic for it too. So, I mean, you can feel it. It's, it's, it's different. Uh, so it, it's been, been a lot of fun trying that bad,
4: bad boy out. So, well, I guess I know what I'm doing after the reaction <laughs> <or something. laughs> I'm,
3: I'm already uh, started. So,
1: <laughs>
3: but yeah, Matt, it, I appreciate you coming on here, man. It's, it's been That's really cool no getting to talk to you and everything. Um, like, uh, like Sean was saying earlier, you got any like sponsors and stuff you want to shout out?
2: Yeah. So new canoe, uh, man, I've been in new canoe ever since I started kayak fishing, basically. Um, so they do a lot for me. So, uh, I've, I've always appreciated their support. Um, I have a few other, uh, smaller guys that I work with, uh, and actually Danny down at down at secret lures is one of them. Uh, I've been with Danny for like, gosh, three or four years now. And it, it's been great with them. Um, they, they've got some other things on their website too. So, so get on there and check out, Uh, secret They've got some great stuff. It's available at tackle warehouse now. Um, So if you're a big tackle warehouse fan, you can get, get them there. Um, And then also, you know, he, will ship direct to you as well. If you don't have a dealer Um, pH custom lures. Um, So another uh, guy that I've, I've worked with, gosh, I've been with Phil for, for a while. Um, Those of you that aren't familiar with pH custom lures, they're, the real big item is, is handmade bolsa baits, uh, which is, which is big in this area. Um, uh, solar bat sunglasses. Um, I've, I've been with them for, for a little while now. Uh, and then moving water outfitters here locally in Zionsville, Indiana. Um, they've helped me out ever since i started fishing so uh kayak fishing so I appreciate their support as well
3: cool. cool you got some uh social media yeah. where people can follow you
2: sure yeah um I, I think sean said he's gonna tag this on facebook uh so facebook if anybody has any questions about tubes at all uh, feel free to reach out to me I, I would be more than happy to tell you what i know about them this is a system that works for me. It might not work for you, but this is a great starting point for anybody. Um, and then, yeah, uh, Instagram, it's Matt a Gibson. Um, so yeah, it, again, anybody has any questions at all about any of these lures or uh, kind of my thought process on any of them, please feel free to reach out.
4: Awesome, dude.
3: Well, once again, man, appreciate you coming on. It's been a great conversation.
2: Yeah. Thank you guys. And, and, I always always appreciate paddle and fin for for what they do uh, for the kayak community. It's it's just it's so awesome to have all your guys' shows. So thank you guys for for everything you guys do as well. No problem, man. Thanks. Cool.
3: I, I appreciate you saying that. It makes me feel good. <laughs> but yeah, everybody appreciate y'all listening. This has been the uh, bass fishing for noob segment on the paddle and fin podcast,
1: bringing you the techniques, tricks, and tips to help you rip more lips. Later, y'all. You, Jim. Thanks for tuning in to another killer episode on Paddle in Finn. and creates a virtual logbook for every fishing outing out on the water shout out to Rocktown adventures located in northern illinois for all your kayaking camping and hiking needs shout out to jig masters jigs when in doubt get the jig out go to jigmasters.com